Welcome to another episode of Inside with Outsiders. And today's guest is a very special person to Outsiders. Um, well, let's talk about why he's special. But first, I'm introduce him. His name is Jamie. You might know him from our Outsider Hikes. He's our, our host with the most. Thank you, thank you. How are uh, you doing? I am doing well, actually. I am very honored. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me here today, tonight. You have no idea why you're here, do you? I have actually <laughs> no idea. I just saw, I just, I received a text from you. You were so nervous. He was asking, is there a dress code? I'm like, dress code? We're doing a video. What are you talking about? Is there a camera on? I was like, you know what? Let me send this text message address to another person. If I don't come back, come like, looking for yeah, me. You're like, is there a camera? I'm like, it's an interview on camera. Yes. There's a camera. Listen, I, I, I had to make sure I, I wasn't too short. So. But I appreciate your concern about no, being prepared, but thank you. Um, so let's, let's, let's hear, where are you from? Like, t t tell us a little about yourself when we get into these questions. Where are you from? Where do you rep? And I, I know where you're from. I got a little beef about where you're from. Beef? Why? Not about where you're from. Oh, about say. what it is now. But uh, go ahead. Shout out where you're from. Well, I am originally from Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yep. Um, been there for 30 plus years of my life at this point. So I've seen it become from broken down parking lots, uh, warehouses, um, you know, empty, empty streets to what it is today, which is something mind blowing, to be quite honest. Well, I want, before we start going to what it is now, yes, we know what it is now. OK. We, I'm not a huge fan of what it is now. I mean, yeah, I like certain parts of the creativity and so on, but before yeah. we get into that, what was it like growing up in what is, what in Williamsburg? Like, you described like empty lots and so on, but what was it like? I mean, overall, it was essentially Williamsburg, um, from what I can remember, was essentially in, let's say, for example, in my block. Yeah. Where was your block? My block is on like South First, so it was in the South Side. So okay. there's like the South Side, North South First, and what? Um, between Havenmeyer and Roebling. Okay. So there, it essentially, was just people from uh, a certain area in Puerto Rico. So everyone mm -hmm. pretty much knew everybody. So it was just people from the same communities traveling to New York, and just making a home for themselves here in, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So. Um, essentially, uh, eventually when it, when it, as we grew up, you know, everyone's pretty, pretty close. Yeah. Everyone's pretty niche. You know, that whole big, uh, um, um, what was it? The, um, the blackout, I think it was 2002, 2003. Yeah, but I feel like the blackout, was it already gentrified by that? It was just no. starting. No, it was starting. Starting. Yeah. It, it was kind of there, but listen, uh, everyone was family. Everyone's was friends. And even so, even people that, that, you know, might've not been from the same ethnicity or, or, yeah. or background, you know, we still welcome people. Um, you know, for example, that blackout, we have people come over, um, you know, our meats were like essentially going bad. So we just cooked that. Yeah. yeah. So everyone just went out and they, they popped open the grill and we just cooked throughout the whole night in the, in the blackout. So you're room. talking about, this is like a really tight knit community that was like generations of Williamsburg yes. Puerto Ricans, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Essentially. Yes. It was. It was it was good times. I really had uh, I can't I cannot complain about my childhood. Do you miss that Williamsburg? Yes, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss that Williamsburg. Um, not that there's anything wrong with what it is today, because obviously things do have to evolve. Things mm -hmm. have to change as 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 things go on. You know what right. I mean? So that goes without saying. But do I miss it? Yeah. Where where have the <clears throat> Where's that community gone now? Like the ones you grew up with, that tight knit community is, is no longer there. I mean, there's still that, there's still remnants of old school Puerto Rican, New York Ricans in Williamsburg. Yes, yes. But it's is. like a little pocket now. It's a little pocket. Unfortunately, a lot of um, our, 
let's say our mentors, our our grandparents, they're no longer here, which essentially, you know, grandma, grandpa, they were more of the people that kept the families together. So where, where have they gone? Like, where's the next generation gone? Is there, is there, have they moved together to a certain location to an, or everyone's just spread around? Everyone's spread around. Okay. Everyone's essentially, um, you know, from the conversations I've had with my mom and my dad and people around the neighborhood, cause you know, I'm still around and stuff like that. And you know, people move on, you know, people have kids, they mm -hmm. grow up, they get married, they find no, a new it, job. So what are your thoughts on the new Waynesburg? <clears throat> are we still drinking? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a, a positive cheers or is this like, let's have a drink? Let's I, you know, you know, not, I'm not really pleased with Let me get a minute to, you know, collect my thoughts. I want to articulate this as best as well, possible. Well, I'm assuming you have similar views in the sense where there's negative, there's pros and cons of gentrification, right? Yes. There's new opportunity. There's a lot of creativity in Williamsburg. But yes. then again, it's a lot of pushing out of people being pushed out for financial reasons, right? Yeah. Uh, rent's gone up. Um, there's been times and not even there have been, there are still times our landlords will try to like buy us out or, you know, like, Hey, listen, you know, and is there a large component that actually that owns in Williamsburg, uh, the New Yorkans that are, you know, the old school OG Puerto Rican, very, 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 own very the little, buildings. very little, very little, okay. very little. If anything, I, 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 I dare say maybe 1%. 2% mm. actually have something that they can own that could, they could say. Is so theirs. that makes it even harder because they're not the landlord. So they can be put, they can be pushed out because rent can be raised. I mean, to a certain extent, obviously. To a certain extent, yeah. Uh, and they don't have any say in that. Uh, in, in that regards. Yes. Um, at times, you know, tenants do have certain rights. Yeah. So there are people that fight yeah. in regards to that. Right. So it, it's not something that you could just like easily like kick us out yeah. and it, it is what it is. But you know, if we do have certain records showing that we've been here for years, things of that right. nature, then yeah, no, you can't just take it out. And so on. No, no, no. Not uh, at all. When did you leave Williamsburg? Uh, essentially, and I. Where did you go? I never essentially left Williamsburg, but I do travel back and forth in Astoria and Williamsburg. Okay. So, um, I do still stay in Williamsburg from time to time, and then um, overall, I do have a base in Astoria right off of the Steinway location. Did you leave and go to school or uh, they tell us about you? The point no, of no, no, is no, 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 about you. Not so much. We're not just going to talk about Williamsburg and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, no, is, no. it is a part of your life, of course, oh, but I want to know about, uh, you know, you, you did high school in, in uh, so I did element. I essentially, I follow my sister's footsteps literally in every sense. Um, went to the same elementary, same junior high school, same, uh, high school, uh, high school and the same college. Where'd you go to college? Uh, City College up in okay. Harlem. Yep. So, you know, and to the point where I even followed her in the same footsteps of, of, of the same job. Which <laughs> so, is, it's not that unusual. I no, mean, no, it's, I, I guess it's not. The path already travels was familiar. So, yes. You have the connects. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And um, overall, I mean, once I hit a certain age, you know, it was time to leave the nest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, eventually, you know, you want your own space. You How old are you now? I am. I turned actually 34 in two months. In two months? We got, we got to celebrate that. <laughs> Not tonight. No, no, celebrating. no, no, no. Yeah. Responsibly, mm -hmm. responsibly. Yeah. So you finished City College. Yes. Did you, what, what year was this? Uh, 2012, I want to say, actually. Okay, so what did you do from there on? Because I know, I know, we know what your day job is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, a lot of people don't know what we know about you as far as, and I actually, I, I knew you're big in the poetry scene, right? 
Yep, you, you, you used to be, yeah. You produced your own poetry events. Yes. Um, but what I didn't know about you until maybe a year or two after I met you was you also did music. Yes, I did music, yeah. Tell us about what came first. So oh, I know it's kind of maybe symbiotic, but... Do we, do we have time? Do we have time? <laughs> um, so come high school, I want to say, uh, teenage years, my cousin and his friend started rapping. And essentially, I kind of got into it. I followed the same footsteps. I would like freestyle. Would you do it in English, Spanish, both? Both, actually. Okay. So I would, uh, but more English. Yeah. Um, essentially, I, I would just like freestyle. Uh, he left to the Air Force. My cousin left to the Air Force. He left a, uh, a, um, a booth. He created a whole booth. A sound studio. Uh, a sound basically. studio. Okay. And he unfortunately had to go to the, Air, uh, to the Air Force. And so he left it there. So I was yeah. like, I came in. I'm like, uncle, auntie, can I just rock out in here i created for days i would go to, to class and then come to the to yeah. come over to the crib and just work 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 get creative creative listen to songs uh so ideally was, a lot of the music first yeah rapping first a lot of the music was um uh 90s rap jay-z uh nas well, a lot of music that inspired you was 90s yes. rap so i would use a lot so of your those. sound was your sound was kind of reminiscent of like a 90s rap kind of like joey badass in a sense yes yeah yes perfect example yeah. uh and then from there i started creating uh essentially projects i didn't really work out as well uh, did, did you ever get uh record label meetings and so on so eventually i did meet somebody that was in the industry uh, he showed me some of the ropes he showed me some behind the scenes it was something i unfortunately realize that it's a lot of smoking mirrors, which is why I appreciate him so much. Um, and, and I appreciate the knowledge that he shared with me. Uh, and and I he made me realize that maybe this isn't my scene. Yeah. So I kind of like pushed off it. That was in high school. Come college, I eventually met with uh, a, a pr small production team called Why Evil Entertainment. And you know, we sat down, we talked, we spoke, and next thing you know, uh, six months later, I have a, I have a, an EP out. Well, what was your artist name, your rapper name? Uh, <laughs> Let's hear this. What is it? This has got to be good. <laughs> uh, Bacerillo. Bacerillo. Oh, that's, that's your Instagram handle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my Instagram, Bacerillo. I used to uh, think that was your last name. Then no, I no, no. Your, your government name. I'm like, oh. I had you in my. I might still have you in my phone as Barcelio. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean that's cool as long as you know it's yeah. me. But um, no, Barcelio. Essentially, Barcelio is a combination of where my mom and my dad is from Puerto Rico. So my mom is from Luquillo, and my dad is from Barceloneta. So I created Barcelio. Bams, Bams is the producer of our show. Where, where are you filming Puerto Rico? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where is that? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You have a mic back there. Can everyone hear you? Yeah. No, my father. My father's a fucking hero. <laughs> yeah. He is. He's a fucking hero. Right. So we can hear you. Yeah. My my father's a, a Puerto Rican hillbilly. No, no. A battle, baby. That's what. That's what it is. I, I, I gotta. I gotta repeat that. Yeah. My father's a Puerto Rican hillbilly. We got. Yo. Seriously. Probably got like maybe thirty-five chickens right now. Two goats. Three pigs. <laughs> that's the way to live. He's an outsider. He's a real outsider. <laughs> no. No. He's a real outsider. No. Oh, dude, an this, original. This, this dude will climb a banana tree barefoot. Oh, oh, right now, no, no, yes. like, yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll literally, yeah, right now, he's not, he's 86, and he'll do that shit right Can now. you do that? Hell to the moon. <laughs> that's All actually, right. that's actually funny. Someone in Luquillo is like that too. That he's, he's, he's an older cat, in like 50s, but he's so fit. He makes a living off of selling coconuts. So you'll see him like early in the morning, that's crack crazy. of dawn, going up trees, and I'm like, nah, well, it's man. not about him. It's about you. <laughs> so. um 
So you you did you had your hip hop name your your did you have you had an album right I had an EP and eventually a mixtape. So yeah. when did poetry come into effect? Where, where, where did that go? Did mm. that stop and then poetry took uh, took? So um, in college, I I tried to do my own thing with uh, two other uh, of my close friends at the time. Uh, we tried to do a small production team, which was essentially you know doing poetry events, comedy shows, private parties, uh, parties in general, and those. And creating those moments, I essentially created a platform for myself because mm-hmm. I'm not I wasn't like popular in, in college or anything like that, but I knew a few people yeah. and they would bring friends and then they those friends would bring friends. Yeah. So when it came to the poetry events and setting that up, you know, I would bring one or two people, but then I would also take the opportunity to take my lyrics and kind of reformat them in a way where it would sound kind of more of a poetic. Right. And I was Your like, delivery was different. The, yeah, my delivery exactly. was different. So when it came to executing, and I was like, you know what? This actually sounds pretty dope. Mm-hmm. And down the line, I just kept kind of doing those events and kind of doing my own thing. And, and as I started working with the small production team, <clears throat> we started doing, like, private events outside of it. Just turning those uh, lyrics that I wrote, you know, in my teen years and my late, in my early 20s and just kind of... Uh, reformatting and delivering in the, in the sense of uh, of poetry. So you kind of pivoted your hip hop career to poetry. Yes, definitely. It, okay. it was it was it was a great and amazing experience. Uh, I was exposed to a which lot which of, experience poetry or the hip hop? Both, both, okay. both. Essentially, for me and 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 when I tell certain people that they they hear me, but I don't think they understand. Music saved my life. Music Explain continues how. to save my how, life. Tell, tell me how. I mean. You don't seem like, and maybe this is like a, this is definitely maybe definitely a stereotype to say, but you don't seem like a gangbanger who mm. was saved because of music. Like, what? How would? How did music save your life? No, 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 was definitely. It, which is funny because I actually, in some of my lyrics, I say that it's like people don't listen to me because I'm not a gangbanger type of type of rapper. That's not me. I'm more conscious. I'm more most deaf, uh, Talib Kweli. Yeah. But when it came to situations. Um, when it came to like presenting myself, I didn't want to present myself something that I'm not. I'm not a gangbanger. I'm I'm not selling drugs in the streets. I'm not that type of uh, a person. Mm-hmm. But I am a person with emotions. You know what I mean? There are times that I get depressed. There are times when I have these emotions roller coasters. There's times that I'm happy. These are opportunities for me to write. So when I right. listen to certain songs, it's just it brings me to an element. It brings me to a, 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 an understanding. I like that one. The fact that you're open about having these emotions is very important. I think a lot of, especially men, won't like to come forward with those things because they feel like it makes them less of a man. Secondly, if you're writing music or poetry, speak me on your personal experiences, your emotion. I think, I think the 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 purpose of any art is to evoke emotion. Yes. And if you're talking about emotion, your personal experience, you know you're not the only person experiencing this. Yeah. The fact that you're sharing this is amazing, and I think more people should share those those emotions. No, of course. I, I, there's nothing wrong with, again, in, in, in the sense, anyone in general, but men, yeah, they, we do have a difficulty expressing feelings. There is nothing wrong with you expressing your feelings. I think that's very important to to get across, a message to get across to people. But uh, music yeah. gave me an opportunity to express those feelings, gave me an opportunity, an outlet, essentially. Right. So well, I can kind of outlet in that, creative outlet. person. Yeah. And then yeah. just kind of like balance things out a little bit. Sometimes you need that outlet. You know, everyone needs an outlet from time to time. Absolutely. Work. I mean, to be honest with you, like this, this right here, this is an outlet for me. One, to share my thoughts with people who I appreciate and get to know the people even better. Like I, we've talked many times, we've hung out for a while, a but while, like, yeah. 
I'm getting to sit down and learn new things about you because I'm asking these interview style questions and there's things, little details about you that I've never known. Right? So this, <laughs> yeah. is, this, is, this is, this for me, this is entertaining. <laughs> for me, the human story is the most interesting story. No, no, of course. Right? So, no, no, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you, um, so you went from music to poetry. Yeah. When was this? I mean, you're still kind of dabbling it, but you kind of, you said you left poetry in a sense, or maybe you're not as involved. When did that happen? Why? And, and, uh, how did it bring you to where you are now? So um, I kind of got out of it uh, eventually, like the small production team, I kind of like left it in a sense. Uh, unfortunately, not, nothing bad happened, anything like that. Just I wanted to, everyone just had kind of had their own ideas. Life happened at, yeah. at the end of the day, right? Life happened. So, you know, I kind of laid low for a little bit. And <clears throat> one of my other close friends, he started a, a, a poetry a poetry team, uh, production, uh, also small production, and he wanted me on board. He wanted to be. He wanted me to be a host. He wanted me to perform. Oh man, this was probably. I want to say, at this point, probably two, three years ago. Is that what the? Because I remember coming to one of your poetry events. Wordmasters poetry. Yes, yes. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, one of the events. That was great. You did a great job hosting. No, thank you, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. It was again. This I just, mean, I think I think your personality. You you host outsiders, right? You're you're a guide, but I mean, my main my main effort with outsiders when it comes to the guides, and it mm -hmm. came organically with you and the people that became guides. And we'll explain that story in a bit. But uh, you know, we we have our expert licensed guide. Got you know Jillian, and we yeah. have we have the people who are the experts, we have the, the caretakers, and so on. But yeah. to me, that's important, but it doesn't really define outsiders and what we are. For no, me, yeah. it's important to have people that host and make the community feel like a community, make it feel like a family. And you, my friend, have nailed that. And you do that well. <laughs> you do that amazingly from your poetry shows. You make people feel like they they they're all in there, and you're talking to them. Yes, and you do that like. You're such a key component, outsiders. I want you to know that. Thank you. And I know, I know. Uh, Honored. Um, maybe I don't say it enough. Maybe I say it too much. No, no, um, no, no. You can never say it enough. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that whole dynamic of making people feel like they belong, make it like you're hosting them. They feel like they've made a great friend by the end of the day. Yeah. And that's because of your character traits. No, I, I think it's very important. That's actually one of the things that um, just. From the first event that Ifani actually brought well, me. Well, I want, but I kind of, I oh, want to talk okay, okay, to that okay, too. Okay, all right, I do. Well, hold up, hold up. I just want to hear the last of your 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 hip hop okay. poetry stuff, and then we'll get into that the first event you showed up at. So it wasn't the first event Ifani showed up. But no, it wasn't. Ifani is actually Jamie's roommate. Yes. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a show with Ifani as well. Uh, but yeah, tell tell us about how you ended not ended but kind of led from that poetry hip hop stuff to to now. So again, you know, I, I got introduced to the to that small production team, uh, Word Ma uh, Word Poetry, Ma uh, Word Masters Poetry. Mm. It was great. There was a lot going on. I, I saw potential. <clears throat> something that I could never, and this is side. I'm sorry. This is a, a, a side note. Something that I could never. I've come to the, to to accept. I could never get away from hosting networking as as many times and lord knows i've tried many times <laughs> to just get away from yeah. it you know i need to breathe it, somehow I, I always get pulled back and i guess it, we'll, i'll bring that back when we talk about outsiders yeah um but things started things were great the events were were great we had a, the the the, the co-founders the founders had great ideas i loved it i sat down with them and 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 i saw potential 
And I love the potential that they had. And I wanted to support that in any way possible, whether it be possibly financially, being a host, being a poet, uh, whatever I can do to be a team player, I was all for it. Unfortunately, down the line, and I don't want to make this into a, a, a situation. I don't, I don't want to bring up anything more than what it is. But unfortunately, there was jealousy in the group. And because mm -hmm. of that, I was uh, essentially casted away, not by the founders, but by the actual poetry uh, of a few of the poetry uh, members that I essentially thought that they were going to, you know, kind of ride a die situation. Okay. So I was, I, I, I don't know if I, I'll bring it up and you let me know if you want to kind of like, let's not get there. I'll let you decide that. <clears throat> it was one of the female poets. Um, you know, I thought it was good. I thought everything was fine. You know, she was doing her events. I was doing my events. I thought everything was perfect. And, you know, I genuinely wanted to support her and her and her actions and whatever she wanted to do for the for for the production right down the line i guess something happened i i never saw it i l swear to god i was blindsided uh, apparently it, it, it there was i found out later on there was some type of jealousy going on she was not a fan of me i would have never guessed it if you would have told me that she felt Listen, that way brother, about i me, got one thing to tell you i would have quote never. french montana if you ain't got no haters you ain't popping <laughs> My lawyer told me that when I was being sued. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. You ain't popping. <laughs> but it, it was, it was, you know what it is? It's, it's, it, it was unfortunate because yeah. aside from being blindsided, I, one, I never would have guessed it from this person. I wasn't angry. I was just disappointed by her. I was sad about the situation. And because of that, you know, they made, they, it, it made it look out to be like I was the bad guy when Unfortunately, that's not the case. I think people who really get to know you obviously know that is not the case. But listen, it happens. It happens. You, know, you can't make everyone like you. And so that alone just made me realize, you know what? I, I, I don't need to be part of this poetry world, man. So you, so that was your exit. That was my exit. Okay. I started um, on following people. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not for me anymore. So let's. So then I guess we could lead into the outsiders, right? From here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I remember, I remember the first event you came to. I remember really well for a number of reasons. One. Um, one, I told you, I mentioned this to you recently, that event was the first event, yes. was the event where I lost a lot of money, not a lot, but like a good, the most money I lost on an event yeah. for outsiders was that event. And I look back at it and it was such a special event. So, so it was when we were still using the buses. Yes. Uh, I think we had only sold 22 tickets. I needed to sell a lot more to break even. I didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, it felt like everything was wrong that day because, like, the week before we scouted it, it was cool. Then it rained and snowed like a couple of days before. We had to like walk through puddles. Like, it was, it was, um, so, you know, it's so, funny. That was the first trip I went on an outsider's trip with you guys. It I was. That's when I walked. You were there. I was, yes. carry, I was carrying my kid. Oh, I remember. That's right. Because he, he, goes, he goes, yo, you're going to be all right because I was walking around with the, the freaking gimbal with the camera on it. Yeah. Get the that's right. Can you curse on this? All comes full circle. Look at that. <laughs> well, it's funny because it felt like everything was shit. going wrong. I don't know. Like, I didn't make enough money to break even. I lost, I lost some money. Um, but looking back, I, by the end of that night, the, the event, I looked at it as such a big investment because the vibe of that event was amazing. I remember like Molly, Erica, CC, these, like a whole group of amazing energy these Latina girls from Miami, Mexico, all over, like, yeah, their energy, yeah, yeah. They, all, they all meshed with everybody. 
they they turned it up. They started that party with that, you. That bus, that, that bus, bus ride, ride back. was turned up. And <laughs> oh my um, God. and what's what's amazing is that I missed the bus. By the way, I, I missed the bus. <laughs> I love Volvo. <laughs> I'm not gonna front. I prefer Volvo because people get to be a little more more intimate in the in the same. Get to know the people in the car a little better. Yeah, that's true. In that uh, aspect. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah. But so the event was was. I look back and it was amazing because everyone really connected. Uh, and because it wasn't like 40, 50 people, it was only 2022. It was more intimate. Yes. Um, the energy was there. Everyone vibed. Uh, and I remember the last place we, we, where we ended the event was this place uh, in, is it Luzo's BK or it, it was, it was in Brooklyn and we went to eat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, I was a little was, gone. There was a, there was a, someone had, got a mic there or whatever. We, we, they let us like DJ and everyone was dancing on the tables and everything. This is like an, yes, <laughs> I have video. Yes. I have video of this and you stopped everybody and you toasted. And you toasted to outsiders and me. And, yes. And and what you said, I'll never forget. And I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I was touched. I turned back. I'm trying to be not to, 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 to be teary eyed. <laughs> oh, whatever. I was, no, but I, you said for me, I was stressed that day. I was stressed. I lost money. I'm gonna make sure everyone had a good time. And then everyone, the result of that day was so amazing that uh, that speech you gave about being the best event you've ever attended. I have it. Maybe we could show it uh, and post. I, I'll cut it in. Hopefully. Uh, Bam, can, we can do that. I guess it's a video from my iPhone from that event. Can yeah, I if you get it to me, we can clean it up. We can cut it. We well, can put well, it. We'll on put now. it back. Hopefully, we can put it back. No, 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 we, we don't. No, we don't. We don't need to do that. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Now, now, now that we he doesn't want it, but now we have to put it in there. We have to put it on. We just reconnected, man. Genuinely positive, appreciative toast. I want to give a quick shout out to Jeremy. This is my first, my first experience and one of the most memorable moments of my life. And to me, it, it brought back my confidence in what I was doing for outside, everything I was building. Uh, all the energy I put into it, and I was really appreciative. So yeah, you ain't gonna make me cry, right now, man. <laughs> yeah, it meant a lot to me. No, and, no, and, no. And, and everything you've brought since then has been great. Like the truth of the matter is, we never hired, we never put an ad out hiring guides and hosts. No, it happened organically. Yeah, you, Ifani, Brian, like uh, Jillian, I met through a friend, and she was an outdoor person. But but you, Ifani, Brian, um, the core, three of the core people from the beginning were actually attending, paying tickets and attending every one of my event, every one of the Outsiders events oh, initially course, and willing to help. And when it came down to me realizing I needed to hire staff, it was like, you guys are already helping me out. What's up? You down to do this officially? No, nah, man, I, I'm all for it. I'm definitely all for it. Listen, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I want you to know that that was from the bottom of my heart. That was, you know, Every every word that I said that day, although you remember better than I do, but I did mean it though because it's not easy for people to one uh, uh, be you know be a startup in a sense, right? Because yeah. it, it is uh, outside is a startup and it's and it's gone so far uh, from when I first joined, and I'm so proud of you for that. Thank you, brother. And you know, for people to for you for people like you that are trying to start something to have that kind of support have people that are willing to to do the uh join the events pay the money to actually do it yeah. that that's something that's not easy and right. you you being you 
attracted people like me. And I, I want you to know that you will always have my support anyway, as I mentioned I will about the other need school. Your support, so I appreciate that. <laughs> I, will, I will always be there. That first event just, one, it felt good to get away because I, I, I like the niche. You know, we're in New York City. We're always running. We're always on the go. We always have a lot going on. How about we get away for a little bit? He yeah. finally was like, listen, come with me. And how, I, how would he say to convince you to show up? Or what, what did he tell you about it? <clears throat> well, I mean, Ifani and I just started being roommates. You know, I've known Ifani for over, whew, since 2006. And, uh, you know, I, I, when, he, when, he, when we became roommates and everything, it, it just kind of, like, made sense. He told me about, you know, outsiders. He's been to the events. They're cool. And, and I trust Ifani. To, to, he's not going to steer me wrong. So I was right. like, you know, why not? Let's go. Yeah. And ever since then, I just, that first event, man, I just, I haven't looked back. You know, you haven't, and I, I haven't looked very back. appreciative because you've helped. You said we've made it a long way. It's thanks to you as well. Thank you. So thank you. And it was funny because our, our, our attendees will always rave about you, about Ifani, about Brian, about Jillian, about everyone who helps. Because the bottom line is, yeah, we're guiding, we're making sure they're safe and so on. But what we're really doing is creating that community, making them feel like they belong. And that's so important in a city like yeah. New York, in every city, but especially yeah. in New York City. It's, it's not easy. And, and, and I'm happy I'm able to provide that organically and I'm able to provide that for, for outsiders and for you, man. You're, I mean, and for everyone that comes, I, I encourage whoever hears this, I encourage you to, to, if you haven't joined Outsiders, if you haven't gone to any of the events, please do so. At, at, at least one, you won't regret it. We're, I appreciate that. And you're selling it. Thank you. Uh, what do you, what do um, I want to say? We're trying to, we're hoping to be able to do, to find people like you in every city we expand to. Like Bobak, we also talking to Bobak about Stockholm. Oh man, I miss Bobak. Bobak yeah. was the man. Yeah. And we're having a conversation about guys and organic, you know, people who we really believe in it. And we're like, you know, we'll, we will find a Jamie and Ifani. You know, Brian, we will find that. And we say that verbatim. No, I we mean, will find that. It, it's, and, and we need that. It's not, it's honestly, it's not easy. No. It, it's not easy to find people like that. I'm not saying that we're like a special type of breed. It's just, well, you, it's just the chemistry. You have a it's, unique skill set. You each have a separate skill set that's different. Uh, yes. But at the same time, for, for me, I, I, I realized that it's, it's yeah. not something that I learned. It's not something that I, I, you know, I created or anything of that nature. It's just, the way I was raised, the way my parents raised me, you know, my sister um, supported me, you know, is the way that I kind of view life and people, you know, life is hard as it is. Mm -hmm. um, connecting with people, especially in New York City, is not easy. So it's it's, it's 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 good to kind of like look back, take a take a moment and just kind of be like, you know, we're all humans in our own way. And, you know, we just look for a connection in some way or another. Connection is very important, especially for mental health. Yeah. You know? Oh, especially this month. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dope. Mental yeah. health yeah. this month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least when we're filming it. Um, what is your favorite part of Outsiders? Do you have a favorite part? And don't you dare say the bus. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare say the bus, man. Please tell, tell us. Listen, that first trip, that bus was on the way back. But that bus was that was the party bus. Mm, that was the that club. bus. That bus was live on that, the way back. This, listen, yeah, even the bus driver was joining in, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. he would like turn on. He or she would turn on the lights on and off. Like, oh, he was club. flickering the lights like it was a club. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, listen. other than the bus. <laughs> What is your favorite part of the Outsiders? Because <laughs> the bus is not the answer. No, 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 it's not the answer. But um, I think getting away um, from from reality, escaping for a little bit, uh, and 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 being around people that are trying to escape as as well. They feel you. They understand. They, the sentiment is, is mutual, and just having an opportunity to um, explore more. That's 
not within a studio or four wall, whatever right, be the case, right? right? It's it's very important. That's something that's become very evident with COVID. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's very important that uh, that we take our time to explore. There's more out there, and I think Outsiders is it gives me that opportunity to mm-hmm. do something more than what I do on my day to day basis. And also, what I like about it, talking about exploration. I feel like meeting people is also an exploration in its own. You meet people from all walks of life. You oh, see yes. Different perspectives. And that, that's my favorite part. Like, yes. Robic was drilling me about what is your passion behind, behind outsiders. He's like, I know you're not an avid hiker. I know you're not. And I thought to myself, is, is people. I will say this. I, I was a little nervous because of your background. You, you, you're in a, you're in a, uh, um, or used to be in the, uh, nightlife, yeah. in a, in a nightlife. Yeah. So I, I, I'll be honest. I, a part of me was like, what kind of people is he going to bring though? Cause it's like, eh. right. There is that, there is that stereotype. And luckily for me, I've, I mean, maybe oh, that's where I, I was so wrong. Yes. I was yes. so but wrong. I've always, the best compliment I can get is when people say every time I meet the people you're with, I always meet great people. Yes. And that's the best compliment I can get, especially producing events, because especially in nightlife, you meet some real, you know, interesting people. Interesting people. Interesting people. people. You can meet some real dirtbags, you know? Uh, no, yeah, okay, I was trying to be yeah. PG. Uh, I know, I wasn't. Um, I have a question for you. Oh. What is a dream that you've yet to achieve? A dream that I yet to yeah, achieve? What, yeah, is it, you have a dream that, you, that really stands out. Okay, that's 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 hard, man. That's it could uh, be something real easy. You don't have to get in depth. We don't have too much more time. Okay, um, a dream. I mean, honestly, if you don't, if you don't have one, it's fine. Or you can be very general. Like we asked, we asked a couple of people. They're talking about like family is their dream and so on. So actually, I, I would say owning owning property would be one of my dreams. Okay. Actually, owning property. I think uh, owning property is very important. Uh, I don't I don't want to work. <laughs> for someone forever you know what i mean yeah. so it's like you know owning property and just kind of making the money work for you instead of you working for the okay, money so financial freedom financial freedom yeah um is there a question or something about yourself that i haven't asked you that you'd like to share with everybody if no is no but <laughs> is there anything you want to share like anything you wanted to you had in mind you want to talk about um no not not no. not no not really no no it's no, no. fine you don't have to i mean we, we asked some good questions already i think so no, yeah um <laughs> kind of to my poetry world so apparently. that brings us to our uh rapid fire bit here so we, we end this we end this show we end every show yeah have a swig take it easy we end every show with five rapid fire questions for our 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 um guests Okay. So I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Don't okay. worry. Don't be just nervous. No, okay. no, no, no. I'm nervous. <laughs> so uh, just answer whatever comes to mind first. Okay, fair. And you'll be fine. So are you ready? <laughs> sure. All right. So poetry or music? Whew. Music. Okay. Favorite city other than New York City? Chicago. Why Chicago? Chicago is actually a very beautiful place. We, we were supposed to be launching outside in Chicago, actually. Chicago is actually very beautiful. Okay. Uh, next question. Maduros or tostones? Ooh. Ooh tostones. What is it? Tostones? Tostones. Tostones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bans, what about you? Yeah, tostones. Yeah. Tostones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got another one over here. Really? Yeah. I stand out. Maduros, but it's not my culture, so hey. <laughs> um, early morning or late night? Late night. Okay. And what is your favorite food? Oh, favorite food? Oh, man, that's whew, that's hard. I mean, obviously, in my culture, it's going to have to be rice and beans. <laughs> rice and beans with chicken. 
I saw, right? I think that's uh, that's the essential one, right? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't have that here tonight or today. <laughs> yeah. So this this bit, we always ask our our particip- our, our guests to bring their favorite food. Uh, they can explain why it's their favorite food. And uh, yeah, you want to, Bams? You want to grab his? Uh, Which bag is yours? Uh, the one with the with the three three. Uh, I guess Four, tin foil. I guess wrapped. we get two two, two food items. They bring two. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. So what did you, what did you bring? What is it that uh, we're so, about to feast? That's just yours. Well, yeah, that's for you actually. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> um. So I have here. Oh, this is messy. Oh, it's messy. No, oh. no, it's messy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there is there is there is there napkins? We need like here? paper towel <laughs> and a bib and gloves. Oh my god. Oh, so what is on. it? Tell us what it is. It's not that bad. Um, so it looks like a gyro to me. It, it is a gyro. Okay. Uh, this is actually the first time I'm ordering the gyro, so I look forward to this. Uh, it's one of my favorite uh, hala carts ever ever since I started like uh, going uh, going to to Astoria. It is amazing. I usually get uh, beef shawarma okay. over rice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Beef shawarma over rice. Yeah. It's oh, it's my go-to. You know what I mean? When I need something really good, really, really fast, I guess, on the go. Oh, my God. I always go for the beef trauma with over rice. So, you, yeah, you brought us an item that's not necessarily from your culture. This is great. I love this. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm very, very international. I'm, oh, very international. Right, you keep Call talking. me the UN. try this. You, know, you go for it. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know where to start. Mm. Where is this? If I tell you, I had to kill you. Let us know. Well, I already know it's in the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, let me take a look here. It's uh the Hala truck. It's on uh 34th Avenue and the corner of 34th Avenue and Steinway, actually, in Astoria. It's a blue truck. You can't miss it. It's around the corner from Sissy McGinty's. You, uh, the Twisties. Sissy <sighs> McGinty's. It's a Irish bar on Steinway. No, 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 no. Uh, like. Two more blocks, oh, okay. little two more blocks. Yeah, mm. I don't know if you know. There's like a Rite Aid on the corner, and then there's like a sports bar right there on the corner as we'll, well. well. We'll look it up. We'll put it in there. No, no, yes. Um, so this is the end of our interview. Oh, okay, good. I'm fine, I probably. appreciate us ending with your food in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much oh for your God. time. Our, you, you loving this, aren't you? Oh my God. All right. Well, that's the that's the end of this episode. Thank you, Jamie. Where can we'll we'll, we'll add your Instagram handle and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but appreciate your time. Appreciate all the kind words about Outsiders. Well, no, and uh, I really appreciate your support. Thank you, man. Always, man. Always here, man. Always all love. Right. Well, till the next episode. Peace. Thank you.